0: Jacob Power Show time now for hour number two. I was uh, yesterday in traffic and came to a stoplight. I say a, a minivan full of nuns. And they're right about to uh, take a right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's over by a Walgreens. And uh, so they were going to obviously go into Walgreens, get some prescriptions, and and then move along. And the one rolled down the window and looked over at me. And I said, hey, what's up? She goes, are you Jake from the Jacob Bauer Show? I said, yes, I am. She goes, you know what I think that hour number two is called? The Deuce? Yeah, that's what she
1: said. And then did she give you peace fingers as they drove into the Walgreens? Which clearly you stalked them on. I feel that that's odd that you stalked them to find out they were getting prescriptions.
0: Husband, that would have been the nice way of handling it, but she threw this empty. Well, okay. I thought it was empty at the time. Wow. Okay. A few liter bottle of uh, stuff that uh, apparently they've been on a long road trip. And mm. I was not impressed. Mm. Man, I don't like it. Let's look at the head scratcher from last hour. Women are two hundred five times more likely to help out. With this over a man. 205 times. That's insane. That's a
1: pretty precise number. It's really very, very, I mean, that is a static number right there.
0: The answer, covering up a crime.
1: Mm. More likely to help out. Now, not to say that they are doing the covering up themselves, but they would be helpful in covering up the crime.
0: Well, look, I'm, <laughs> I don't think I have to tell you this, but women are really good at faking it. sure. I mean, that's yeah, what so I've been, if, what know, I've been told. The, uh, the cops uh, bring him into a room and they're questioning him. You can fake not knowing what's going on.
1: You've seen it firsthand. It's only what I've been told.
0: It's time now for our top 10 worst Christmas songs of all time.
1: So how do you want to do this? Because I feel like we could go on Slow and on. Slow and easy. Well, take it easy there, mister. What? How How do you want to go? I'll let you lead the way and I'll follow.
0: All right. Let's just go one to one, to one here. Okay? okay. And this is in no particular order, except it's going to be from... Uh, Bad to worse. I have an order. That mine is same thing. Yeah. Uh, but I always like to say no particular order yeah. so the musicians it sounds like you and are, really the songwriters seen. don't feel bad. Right, right, right. But it is going to go from bad to worse. Okay. The number one song on my, I mean, the, the, the number 10 song on my list Correct. going down yeah. to number one. Dogs Barking Jingle Bells.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: You just can't, I'm sorry. Anytime I'm driving along in the car and I hear that song come on, I just basically want to ram right into a Ford F-150. Hmm. Hmm. I just happens to be a lot of f- Ford f, f- one fifty. Right. There's probably. a lot of them
1: around there. Uh, I similarly, uh, the dogs barking uh, hurts my ears, but almost as much as Mariah Carey's yelping through the entirety of "All yeah. I Want for Christmas Is You."
0: Which I know, is odd because it's the number one song. It's in a America. favorite.
1: <laughs> I get it. It's a number one song worldwide. It's made, <laughs> dubbed her the Queen of Christmas. However, not in Africa, though, how
0: uh, okay? No, the Zimbabwe tribe said, "Nope, not going to have well, that." They not put in our her house
1: second place there. Uh, nonetheless. All I Want for Christmas Is You is one of the worst songs. And the fact that we play it religiously every year along with another one that might or might not be on my list uh, drives me nuts and makes me really question our society as a whole.
0: What's number nine on your list?
1: Number nine on my list is, and this is good. I know this is not going to sound good to a lot of people, but old school Jackson 5 with Michael at the helm singing I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Well,
0: mine's further down
1: the list. But that one, it comes in at number nine for me.
0: Okay. Okay. It's uh, no uh, surprise it'll be on mine. But at number nine, 12 Days of Christmas by Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> I can't stand so it. So
1: far, you've cornered you've the market clearly on the, uh, on the songs that Dr. Demento used to play. Um, oh, so remember Dr. Demento? Uh,
0: yeah. Number eight? Yeah. Is... Hippopotamus th- hip for Christmas. Okay,
1: again, you're going right through the list of all. Okay, that makes sense. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus.
0: Fuck for man! Well, Shut up.
1: In hindsight, I feel bad about all the songs that I sent you the other day when I was recording. I my want to this.
0: racket over your face.
1: Interesting. <laughs> Whoever that little kid was. Uh, I, okay, now my number eight again. I just it's it's not listened to a lot, to the best of my knowledge. But I do hear it every Christmas season, and the more I hear it, the more I want to stab myself in the neck. New Kids on the Block, Funky, oh. Funky Christmas.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't get it on my list, but you're right. It is brutal. What's number seven?
1: Number seven, anything, anything from Pentatonics that is a Christmas song is really? horrible. I know the girl's cute in the band. I know that all the guys are like, I didn't even know there were four other guys in the band. I know that. he is adorable. I am clear on that. I still, I'll I'll mute the video if I'm forced to see it. I don't ever want to hear them acapella-ing their way through any Christmas song.
0: Number seven on my list, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. You have got these down pat. It's got to go.
1: I'm guessing someplace in there the Chipmunk Christmas song is going to be. I'm just going to guess right now without, I'm wagering Uh on it. Wow. With, hold on with Caesars and Bet made. Okay, there we go.
0: All right, so ten, nine, eight, seven. my number six song. Yes. And actually, let me do two of them in a row here, okay? Okay, please. Well,
1: I, I've got a number six that I want to get to. So okay, you go, ahead. You, go you go first then. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to share my number six here because I think this, is, this was close to making it into my top five. I mean, very close in making it into my top five. And I don't know if this flies out here. This was something that flew every single year time and time again when I was in New York City, yet I don't know if this has ever made it out here. And this is one of those types of songs like you hate that you're talking about so far. Have you heard Dominic the Christmas Donkey? I have. Oh.
0: Jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La,
1: la, 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 la,
0: la, 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 Italians are idiots.
1: I don't know. What's that?
0: What Italians did just- Italians <laughs> are idiots. <laughs> the
1: Italians
0: are idiots. That's just a dumb
1: song. For that song, I totally wholeheartedly agree with you. And it gets way more Italian as the song goes on. Uh, And it's I never heard it when I was growing up in California. I didn't hear it when I moved to the Midwest. I only heard it when I was in New York City and everybody was playing it every single year. And then when I moved to Texas, never heard it again. So, yeah, it's been a while. But I think that is one of the worst Christmas songs ever.
0: Number six on my list, 1989's no. Do They Know It's Christmas oh. by Kool-Aid. I don't oh. know why Refreshing Drink Mix Company is producing <laughs> Christmas no, no. songs.
1: I think Band-Aid was probably mm-hmm. the one you're talking about, not Kool-Aid.
0: Oh, I don't know why a drug pharmacy, um, a medical supply company is yeah. doing. And my number five song yeah. is 2014's version of Do They Know It's Christmas. <laughs> like, like they needed to update it. 25 years later
1: right like it made that big a difference
0: yeah like 25 years later half the people that were on the original song are dead right like what's well, time to update this let's uh who should we bring in Sinead O'Connor yeah
1: great perfect that's you know that's the one thing that was missing from the original
0: what a piece of yeah, um, yours. Flaming turd this is, is what down I call to it. The final a, final a, three, Christmas we're flaming. Down to final
1: four. This is my fifth, so this is number five on my list. But then yes, we'll okay. be down to five. A flaming turd of a Christmas song, just like you were talking about. But this one I think is even way worse because it involves not one but two. I'll call them sea level musicians, although one of them arguably should be more. But they took
0: an
1: already horrible Christmas song in the Little Drummer Boy. And then modernized it. And it is a hideous flaming turd of a Christmas song starring Justin Bieber on his Christmas album. But hang on there, because just when you thought that could be bad enough, it's not. There's a guest on this song with him that just takes this song down five notches. Because if you remember correctly, Little Drummer Boy, the one thing it was missing was marching band drums.
0: Is it Nick Cannon?
1: No. Yeah, the one thing that the little drummer boy was missing, and we can all say this, it was rap. It just needed more rap in it. And So you've got Justin Bieber, and then he does something magical this time of year, Jake. He reaches out to a close friend of his to join him. Is it Usher? No. Is it Nick Cannon? No. It is Busta Rhymes. The late, great Busta Rhymes. That joins him in a rap later on in Little Drummer Boy. My number five worst Christmas song of all time.
0: Nice. Um, my number four is going to be no surprise to anybody who's ever met me. Or had ears. Number four is Happy Christmas, War is Over.
1: <laughs> okay, but hold on. Mine is also the same song. <laughs> my number four is the exact same song.
0: Let me see. My number three song is Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas.
1: Well, hold on. Okay, that's my number three as well. Hold on a second. My number four, I love Happy Christmas as a song. I don't love so this is version.
0: Christmas
1: it's Maroon 5. And Adam Levine decided to falsetto his way through the beginning, but then halfway through the beginning of the song realized I can't falsetto my way through this whole
0: song. I don't think any Beatles should have ever come up with a Christmas song. Let's I, just put it that way.
1: I like that John Lennon version, but I am with you because wonderful oh, Christmas at number three for John me as Lennon
0: well. Version once. That's it. One time and that's it. I don't want to ever hear it again.
1: I like it. I like the kids singing well, in the background. I like the uh, Why are we
0: singing about Christmas? Because war is over. I'm sorry, John. I get it, Right. I get it. You and Yoko, you're badass, uh, you know, peace on earth and all that, but don't mix your wartime songs with Christmas. That was, Let what it was go, happening man. at that time though. There should be a bubble around Christmas that we don't try to be political about it. Just but, but it's
1: peace. Bring peace. Bring peace. That's what Christmas is supposed to be. Bringing peace to
0: right. the world. Right. The song is war is over.
1: Right. If you, yeah. if you, if you want it, right? right. That's the following lyric.
0: And then Paul McCartney, wonderful Christmas time. Oh. Mm. Oh, you know just what, this. You, can't think, you can't make a word out of Christmas time. Just that. Um, if you ever look at it, it's wonderful Christmas time. He's created a new word.
1: And this, as soon as you hear that, I turn the radio off. Done.
0: What's your number two song?
1: Number two. I know you hate this. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. This is not a Christmas song. It is is not a Christmas song. Because you put the word Christmas in it, it could have been, it probably was. In fact, I believe that this song was written as Last Weekend, I Gave You My Heart, and the very next day you gave it away. And then somebody, be it George Michael or uh, Ridgely or whoever it was, was like, look, if we put Christmas in it, this song itself is a crap song. And it may be hit Mm. uh, after we do Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go and um, whatever that ballad was that they had. We'll put those out, and this might be able to ride for a week or two on the charts, there but then it's going to go away. That one. This one's going to go away after two As weeks. But here's the deal. Let me give you this. If we change
0: one the word, hand.
1: we change one word Something in this song,
0: in
1: we take this song from Something being relevant and for two weeks Out of its entire life, and we make it relevant once a year for 30 days every single year, and we will get the rights for that if we just make this last Christmas instead of last weekend. And George Michael was like, "Well, gonna Hmm. need the money," and decided to do that. And so, last Christmas for me is just all about this being a cash grab.
0: My number two song, no mystery here, Jackson Five. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. And by the way. Everybody's like, oh, it's so cute, little Jack. No, no he was 24 at the time when he no, recorded it. No,
1: and he gets half the lyrics wrong. It's just bad.
0: Hey, tell so mommy, give me Santa Claus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, tons of creep factor in it for me.
0: Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. And your number one song you know this my is number the one. worst so- possible Christmas song ever. Yeah. Mine? Yeah. Driving under the influence with your lover by Dan <laughs> Fogelberg. <laughs> It's a bad one. Otherwise, no one the same old Lang Syne. I will
1: give you that. Get drunk in the car, go driving with your ex, and the word "lover." No one should put that right. in if you're not driving
0: under the influence with your lover.
1: Yeah, there's nothing about that that should be used ever, ever okay. again. Never, ever. I feel like ever.
0: I feel like this is like uh, the song that never made the soundtrack for Stars Born <laughs> yeah. with the original. <laughs> they're standing in buck naked, you and are. like eating granola bars.
1: This was when they were just so drunk off of whiskey that he wrote this you song are and
0: put it My lover. You are my lover. Oh, with my hairy chest. What? Look at me. Uh, Look at my-, my body, you lover.
1: My number one song tells a different story. Sure want for my mama That's my number one great song. But tries to desperately pull at the heartstrings every gosh darn Christmas just to make you cry. Its whole purpose is not... Let's revel in the holiday. Let's enjoy each other's family and let's enjoy our children and the presents and the snow and the wintertime. No, let's cry our eyes out. And also tell a story about how the guy behind the counter isn't going to let the kid pay with all the pennies because he's a little short when it comes to the shoes. There's nothing about this song that sings of any sort of joyous Christmas. In fact, it is the biggest depressing downer and I believe the number one reason people commit suicide at the holidays. Thank you.
0: No, you're missing the point. The point of that song is to cherish every moment you have left with your your family.
1: Yeah. How? When you're out trolling for shoes? Instead of every moment you have left with your lover. Isn't it just about the commercial aspect of buying something for your mom? Oh, boy. Thank you for bringing the piano in. They did.
0: We jump into a family of six <laughs> in a mini <laughs> We were
1: tested by the officer.
0: <laughs> uh, we were double the legal limits.
1: And it's just, its again, it's that stupid thing that's a Dan Fogelberg song that I think Dana Carvey specifically made fun of on SNL when he did his Chop and Broccoli, where he just talks about every stupid thing that happened in that moment into a song. They were embarrassed because the conversation hit a lull. That's why he's putting that into a song. Yeah. And by the way, it's like an eight and a half minute song. That's just too long for Christmas.
0: These songs are also matter of fact. I went to the shopping store to buy an orange. I parked the but over the white and line. It in a bag.
1: I took up two parking spaces and some guy punched <laughs> me in my eye.
0: The lady behind me was a smelly bride.
1: Oh, uh, I can't stand it. I wanted
0: to get out of the line.
1: If you are a big fan of that song, my apologies to your taste.
0: No, not. No, I'm sorry. If you're a big fan of that song, you better report yourself to the federal agencies that are conducting who gets to be on the fly list. I
1: would suggest if your parents like that song, you take their keys away
0: immediately. You you purposely take them off of any invite list going forward. You're not invited to any more parties. At all. Because you're going to embarrass us. No. Oh, and one other... I'm just going to give this... I just saw this on this list. YouTube. this honorable, mention? This one, a, honorable uh, mention? Honorable mention. Honorable yeah. mention. Uh, Bill Crosby and David Bowie, Peace on Earth. Oh. Little drummer. Boy.
1: There were a lot of people who dug that. Uh, yeah. I. Eh.
0: It was creepy. Yeah, Bing Crosby
1: and then David Bowie. Like, you couldn't find two people that you'd like to see sing a song together less. Oh, yeah, I this whole walk-up on the show, Japanese. the Bing show.
0: Rump, 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 rump. Again... Our finest gifts we bring, rum-pa-bum-pum, rum-pa-bum-pum, rum-pa-bum-pum. I challenge anybody. Oh my sitting there thinking, Who is this girl that's singing with me? I challenge it on Can it be? Oh god. A year's from now, perhaps we'll see.
1: All but you right. know, that part again goes back. But look, here's the thing. I challenge anybody to find a good version of the Little Drummer Boy. It doesn't exist. That's true. It's well, not exist. actually,
0: Pentatonix have a pretty good Oh, one. <laughs> stop it. It's because you're looking at Shout the girl in the band. Adding to their crazy bunch. Well, that is what you get from my performance, underperformance. Ashley's on the phone. And she wants to talk to you. Hmm. An actor took his own life. We'll find out who and why next on The day Power Show.